You're listening to the 31st episode of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, 31 episodes. It's crazy. Uh, so, a few things to touch on before we jump into the song of the week. Firstly, people have been asking how they can support the podcast. Honestly, just clicking the follow or subscribe button on whatever streaming service you're listening to this through goes a long way in terms of in terms of um getting my podcast names out getting my podcast name out there. So that is very very much so appreciated. Also, um if you're able to please share the podcast episodes uh, with your friends or on social media. And make sure to go follow the Talk and Rock with GMH Instagram. Uh, the username is at Talk and Rock Pod, or you can just search up Talk and Rock with GMH. That is very much so appreciated. We also have a Talk and Rock with GMH newsletter that you can um, that you can sign up for following the link in the show notes or the description or in the link in my bio on Instagram. So make sure to go check that out as well. You'll be receiving weekly updates about the podcast and also you'll be um, hearing some things that I found interesting in music this week. All right. So this week's song of the week is brought to you by Lesage. Lesage is a fast and casual restaurant that serves fresh and delicious food with generous portions and great uh, pricing. Um, it is for those who seek extraordinary Middle Eastern and Mediterranean cuisine. So make sure to go check them out. You can find more about Lesage at lesage.com. Um, or you can follow them at um, on, on Instagram, Lesage. Um, L-E-S dot S-A-J. So thank you so much to Lesage. So this week's song of the week is Distance by Wolfgang Van Halen. So uh, Wolf released this song as a tribute to his father, Eddie Van Halen. Um, it's actually a really sad music video, but... Um, it's a pretty neat put together video. I can tell you that. Um, I highly recommend you go listen to this and check out. I think the music video has or presents more meaning with the song than the song on its own. So make sure to go check out if you can the music video for that as well. Um, it's it's a neat song. I mean, in terms of the musicality of the song. There's nothing very much so interesting, but it's um, it it's neat and it's his first uh, song, um, so highly recommend you go uh, check that out. Thank you to Lesage for sponsoring the song of the week. So ACDC, I mean they just released their first album since 2014. I never realized it's been that long, I guess, but since 2016. 
2020 they decide to release their first album after we were thinking that they're never they're not getting back together. I mean, they're not they're not going to play. Well, they might play, but they weren't going to release anything. They put out an album called Powered Up. Here's the deal. I'm very impressed with this album, but I'm also quite disappointed. It's it's well put together. The recording is done very well. They all sound great. But first off, first is it their first album without Angus? I mean, not Angus, um, without Malcolm Young. Because I forget if he played on Rock or Bust or not. Anyways, it's ACDC is basically running out of ideas at this point. All the songs practically sound very similar. Um, they all sound very similar. And ACDC isn't impressing as much as they once did. But I do enjoy the song Kick You When You're Down off that album. And also, I think the main single off that album, Shot in the Dark. Those two songs are pretty cool. But Kick You When You're Down is probably the most one that stands out to me out of all of them. So go 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 listen to the album. I'm curious to hear what you guys think because, I don't know, I have mixed opinions on this record. It's definitely... It's, okay, it's my least favorite ACDC album, but um, it's not a horrible album. I just have high expectations for this band. I mean, I personally like their early, early, early stuff with Bon Scott. Like, their first album, in my opinion, is amazing, but I, yeah, there's not much they can do, though, to change up what they've done in the past, just being ACDC. Um, but I'm I'm interested to see what sort of happens with this album. All right, guys. So today our special guest on the podcast is uh, musician Bo Newfield. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Good. Um, so first off, what instruments do you play and how long have you been playing music for? Um... Well, I, I play guitar right now. That's my instrument of choice, my main focus. I've been playing that for about 15 years. But I uh, started playing piano when I was like seven. Um, I've been singing all my life. Grew up like singing in church and stuff when I was a kid, right? So, Yeah. Um, so who are some of your biggest inspirations as a musician? Um, well, right away, my mom is a big one. Uh, just like my mom sang when I was growing up, that was a big a big uh, inspiration for me. It's kind of the reason I started playing music in in the first place. Um, and then, I mean, as far as like, you know, musicians that I look up to, my guitar teacher, uh, Clayton Halverson, was a big, uh, a big role model for me growing up too. Um, but musical influences, I mean, like that, that changes all the time, right? So, um, you know, the people I look up to right now are very different than the people I kind of grew up looking up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, and what are, what are some of, uh, the main projects that you've been involved with, um, in the past and currently? Um, well, my first main project was, uh, Portrait of Leaders with Sam Gardner. Um, and from there I went to New Renaissance and then Bloody Historians. Um, and now I'm currently playing with the Northern Royals, right. uh, 
and as well, I'm playing with a cover band called The Cover Girls as well. Awesome. Yeah. So we had um, Evan on from Northern Royals not yeah. not too long ago, and um, and uh, he was telling me that you want to come on, so I'm like, I'll ask him. Uh, well, yeah, no, I know. I talked to him. I was super excited about it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And um, yeah. So Northern Royals. Um, first off. You, you just joined the band quite recently. Could you tell me about how you sort of got involved with that? Uh, well, I've known these guys for about 10 years, right? Um, I started, when I was playing with Portugal Leaders, my first band, uh, we ended up playing a show together, just some random show we had never met before. But we hit it off, we became great friends. And uh, I would say over the past 10 years, we've always like caught back and forth about potentially playing together. And they caught me in a moment where I was done playing with Buddy Historian, the band was kind of moving on, and I didn't have anything else going on, so they asked me to play, and you know, it, just, it was a matter of timing, it just worked out super well. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure, and recently you guys just had, um, you played with them at their EP, you played with them uh, yeah. guys party, yeah. party at the park, um, which was also filmed on Facebook by the Village Idiots. How did that go? Uh, that was awesome. It was, uh, it was so much fun, man. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting because you're playing to a much smaller crowd for like the live show, right? It's not a yeah. not the same thing, but it was nice to, uh, still be able to do it and finally get the EP out. So I know they've been waiting for a long time to, uh, to release his music. So yeah, went off without a hitch. It was great. Yeah, uh, for sure. And it was cool. Cause I, I was watching, uh, through the Facebook part and I could see there were, there were tons of people watching through there as well which is also super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate that, man. That's great. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the coolest experiences that you've had as a musician? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I was pretty fortunate with New Renaissance. I was able to play uh, at the Burton Cummings Theater. Uh, we opened up for the Trues and the Glorious Sons. That was, a, that was a really big moment for me. I was like, you know, pretty early, early on playing with bands. So it was a really big opportunity. And then, uh, again, very fortunate, a couple years later, Portugal Leaders got asked to uh, play the bird again, actually. So um, those two moments really stand out. That's, you know, the big venue is a very iconic place. It was yeah. a pleasure to play there. For sure. Um, so let's jump into a little more talking about um, some, some of your favorite songs to listen to. What, what have you been listening to? Uh, anything specific lately? Ooh, um, not so much in the last couple of weeks here. Um, uh, it's been a while since something's really kind of jumped out at me, but all summer long, I was listening to this band uh, called Lime Cordial. They're an uh, Australian kind of pop rock duo, and they're, they're just fantastic. I'm recommending everybody listen to this band. They're my new favorite thing right now. Awesome. Um, yeah, for sure. And if, if, you could, if, if you could give uh, advice to beginner guitarists, um, what would it be? Just stick with it. Um, you know, nothing, nothing happens quickly. If you want to pursue it and you, you really want to achieve a certain goal with it, then you just gotta, you know, perseverance is key. You gotta just stick with that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's jump back a little while, a, a little, like a, a while ago when you, um, did your, um, I know you guys aren't together anymore, but when you guys did your uh, Bowie tribute set with Bloody Historians, yeah, okay. How, how did how did you sort of arrange that? Uh wow. How did we arrange that? I, you know, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I don't 
do much of the business side of the band. I like just being the guitar player, just coming in and playing that role, right? So um, I think it was just as simple as uh, uh, Ash, like our singer in the, at the time was, uh, I think he just reached out to Corey at the park and just kind of put the idea out there of being a cover night with, uh, with David Bowie and some other cool bands. And they loved the idea. Cover bands like Tribute Nights are becoming a very big thing in the city right now too, right? So um, yeah, it just kind of fell together. That was one of the most fun shows I've ever played though. I like to do, uh, yeah, I appreciate that you watched that. That's great. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, for sure. And um, I know I asked for advice for guitarists, but um, for starting out bands, what do you think is the key element for maintaining, um, you know, a band? especially a local one? I think it's really important to find people that you really mesh with, that you really get along with, not just musically, you know, vibe with, but just like, it's, it's important to have relationships in that band. Um, sometimes uh, you can get like a great set of musicians together, but if you, you don't, you don't all get along in a certain way, it's not gonna, it's, it's tough to make that last sometimes. Mm -hmm. so I'm pretty fortunate right now with Bloody Historians and, um, and now with Northern Royals, like I've always teamed up with guys that I really, really got along with, which just makes the whole process so much easier and fun. Yeah. Um, and was it, easy, was it an easy transition joining a new band? Um, it's, always an, it's always a weird thing for me. Um, I just really want to play, right? So I've, I started jumping around to different bands uh, when Portrait first kind of took a hiatus from playing. And I just, I didn't want to not play anymore. So if the band was going to be done, I had to go find a new project to work with. And that's when I found uh, New Renaissance. And I was with them for a number of years. And then when things started slowing down on that end again, I just, I wanted to maintain playing, right? So I went out to find more projects. And um, it's always, an, it's, it's always a little nerve wracking, I find, going into like that audition for the first time. And it's always a kind of a, a kind of a hard thing to adjust to maybe, but yeah. Um, I've always had an easy time kind of slipping into my role as a guitar player. Yeah. Fitting, fitting into those bands, right? Yeah, awesome. Um, and for sure. So um, you were talking about earlier that um, you got a chance to play the vert um, a few times. Um, besides, besides, you know, playing, you know, bigger, uh, opening up at bigger venues and stuff like that, do you have a favorite uh, smaller venue in Winnipeg that you've played? I got a couple of favorite venues. Yeah, the Park Theater is always, always one of my favorites. Um, the Pyramid, I used to play the Pyramid a lot, so I've got great memories there. Um, <clears throat> oh, I'm going to miss so many too, and it sucks. Uh, <laughs> I always think back to like the zoo. Uh, doesn't exist anymore, but that was, a, that was a great venue for me when I was really young and like starting to play in dance for the first time. It was, you know, gave me a lot of opportunities to start playing and uh, getting out there for the first time, right? Uh, the Goodwill is another one. I haven't played there in a while, but I love the Goodwill Social Club. Cool. I, I my list could go on and on. Like I love kind of all these little venues for like their own reasons, right? So, right. Uh, and do do, do you prefer uh, guitar to play? Do I have a favorite guitar to play? Yeah. Oh, that's also changed over the years. I've got a couple different kinds, right? So, uh, um, for a long time, it was always my Les Paul. It's my favorite guitar. That's it was my first guitar, my first real guitar. Um, so I was always really drawn to that sound already, even before I had it. I knew I wanted to play it, right? So, and but as of like the last year or so, I've been playing my Stratocaster. That is my, I can't put it down. It's my favorite guitar. Yeah, because I I remember um, 
when I did that camp with you at School of Rock, you you were yeah. you really like yeah, a, a little history for people who don't know. I used to uh, I very briefly taught taught at School of Rock and uh, got to work with Greg Rieger. So yeah, um, we did a camp, a spring break camp, which was fun because we were working with some really talented musicians. So we got to create or like play some great music. A lot of fun, man. Yeah. Um, but I remember you loved your um, jazz master, and that's what the guitar- yeah. And the jazz master is another you know guitar in my arsenal. And the, I don't know all the, I I get it, just like I love all these venues for different reasons. I love all my guitars for different reasons. Right? Yeah. So I'll get really drawn into one and play it for a long time, and you know maybe I break a string or something and have to go play a different guitar, and I'll pick up the other one that I haven't played in a while and fall back in love with that. And I won't be able to put that down for a long time too, right? So right. Yeah, for sure, and. Um, you know, it, it's, it, yeah, like you said, it's the connection in the moment with the the instrument that you're... Exactly, yeah, they're all like kind of friends, right? So, yeah. uh, For sure. And um, this question I've asked a few times, um, and I've, I've, I've got a lot of different answers. So um, o- over the past, you know, little while, bands are for sure, or like groups are still um, releasing a lot of new, are, are still releasing music, like the fact of COVID turning to uh, social media to advertise that sort of stuff. Do you have, yeah. a, do you have a favorite release um, from a specific group this year? Ooh, you know what? That's a tough one. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I can pinpoint a single favorite release that I have this year, actually. Um, yeah, I get so wrapped up in playing sometimes that I don't take the time to like really sit down and like, discover new music for myself as often as I should. I feel like that's like the worst trait I have as a musician is I don't actually get involved enough in like discovering new material, right? So uh, I know that, like I was saying before, I was really into uh, Lime Cordial this summer and they just put together an album actually too and I was really pumped about that. So I guess that, that that'll be my answer, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, for sure. And do, do you have a favorite song uh, to play, whether that's, um, one that you've played in a, in the past with uh, projects you've been involved with, or um, a cover that you enjoy playing, something like that. Um, I would say in every band that I've played in, there's always been like the one or two like special songs that I love playing with that group. But uh, more specifically, when I'm playing by myself and practicing and stuff, there are like certain certain at least like bits of songs that I religiously like always come back to. I would play them like. Um, one of my favorite things to play is a solo from uh, Hotel California. It's just my favorite warm-up exercise. It just really gets me in a groove. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. And, yeah, we, we I definitely hear that one a lot. Like, I hear um, a lot of people playing that song. Um, because it's very guitar-heavy song. Um, it's, it's, it's a guitar song, right? Yeah, we all love it in guitar room. Yeah, for sure. Um, so... Like I mentioned when I was what when I was uh, watching um, when I, when I was watching uh, the Northern Royals performance recently, um, saw you like jumping around on stage and stuff. Like, what, what's your what's your favorite aspect of you know performing in front of a live audience? I just love the energy of it, man. I love having fun. It's my favorite thing in the world. That's is just my favorite thing is laughing and just having a good time, right? So when I got up on stage and and. I get to be a little bit goofy like that and I get a, get a reaction out of people, whether it's the band members I'm with on stage or the people watching. Um, 
I love getting reactions from that energy. And it just, it, I feed off that, right? So then it just kind of snowballs and gets even more crazy and fun. But I just think that that whole aspect of just having fun on stage is so, so important. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, sort of like, I've also had, um, I always get, every, every a lot of people on this podcast is, have often said, like, when you're on stage or um, in general, their favorite part is just, you know, being their self and putting their self into their music. Exactly. Right. Most important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Letting it all, letting it all go out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Um, so, so you didn't play on the new Northern Royals EP, right? I didn't get a chance to play on the EP. No, yeah, I got yeah. a chance to put music videos with them for the EP, but I didn't get a chance to play on the EP itself. Um, so the EP, um, those coming out soon, right? It is out. Yeah. It, it's out already. Yeah, we released it the uh, when we released the uh, the video there, right. the show. Yeah, right. Awesome. Yeah, out now, everywhere. Awesome. Um, so yeah. So um, continuing into that, where can people uh, find um, all all that sort of stuff? You know, like um, your guys's music and social media. Uh, you can look up northernroyals.com, Northern Royals Bandcamp. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think that's all the bases we got there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, at best advice, just Google Northern Royals. You'll find us somewhere, man. We're around. <laughs> yeah. And, um, okay, another question is, um, you know, there's so, there's so many groups in Winnipeg and so many different bands. Um, what's your favorite aspect of the Winnipeg music scene specifically? Well, it's that diversity. Yeah, there's so many of us. There's so many of us doing our own things. Um, you see not just so many talented people, but... So many talented people doing so many different, different styles, right? Um, and I love that. That's just a big mixing pot of like creativity. Yeah, I, I agree because like we hear like, um, you know, anywhere from folk to like death metal and, and yeah, there's like jazz and rock and like right. there's a little bit of everything going on, right? Yeah. Yeah, and like yeah, these like rap artists who are like blowing up in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But all that stuff, it's it, it it's it's cool to see the ongoing support from musicians in Winnipeg is really cool. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's a very tight knit network here. Yeah, um, and for, for sure, and it, it, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see that we have so much music happening in Winnipeg, and that's and that's something that not a lot of people necessarily realize um, how how much. Uh, you know, music we have here. It's uh, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah I see it all the time because I try to, get a, try to get around and try to be involved in that scene too. So, like, I'm very used to seeing it all the time. But, yeah, I like to believe that, yeah, it's there's a very, very big scene here too, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, so off the off the new Northern Royals EP, um, although you didn't play on it, do you have a favorite song off that? Um... I'll give you two. I love playing Waves. Uh, when we're playing it live, it's one of my, yeah, just something about that. So I don't know. It's fun to groove to. It's fun yeah. to be goofy to. I just, I find like I, got, I have a lot of energy that I can like release when I play that song for some reason. And it seems but to I be, love that one. It seems to be pretty popular right now. So um. yeah, it's been, it's been pretty well received. Yeah. Um, that one and uh, probably Oh No is another great one. Yeah. Awesome. Um, 
and yeah, I can't wait to hear you know upcoming music from you guys. Um, yeah, we uh, we're working on some stuff right now, so uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um. So, in in the, I'm not sure how involved uh, with writing with writing in certain groups that you are, but um, when when you do write, um, do you have a certain um, process? Um, I think because I'm so used to bouncing around bands, um, I don't do a lot of uh, the core songwriting myself. I've always kind of thought of myself as like more of an accompanist, right? So I love getting into uh, into a jam, whether the song is kind of fleshed out or it's very very raw. Still, I like getting, I like hearing a a bit of something that I can latch onto and start running with, right? Right. That's, that's kind of my process: is get in there when the job's already been kind of like started and just. Get through to the end. Yeah, um, and, and you said, uh, and you said you guys are working on some new stuff right now. Yeah, I mean, like nothing uh, too concrete yet. Like uh, we just released the EP now. I've only been in the band for uh, you know a year ish, so uh, but we're always trying to write. We're always trying to do new stuff, right? So there's definitely something in the works right now. Yeah, for sure. And uh, with with uh, the pandemic and COVID. What's um, what is your guys' um, hope to sort of you know still sit, stay ahead in this time? Well, we were pretty fortunate all summer long. We were still uh, you know a lot of bands didn't get any opportunities to uh, to go play shows and do that thing. Still, right? So we found ourselves being offered a lot of opportunities um, to still go out and be seen, like we did. Uh, so we did the EP release at the Park Theater. We had a yeah. We did a Bankside Festival, very limited people at the actual festival, but streamed online again. We did a lot of that. We did a lot of playing very, very small, you know, things yeah. and uh, and finding this platform on Facebook to just, like, stream it live, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, that was a kind of our plan all summer long. Now, now that the EP is done, we do want to lay back and not push ourselves to play any more shows, but, uh, yeah, now it's time to sit down and, and write and just... Yeah, and... It's it's awesome that you guys were able to um, do that, especially with the um, EP release, which was not that long ago. Because restrictions are hitting. Um, oh, yeah, we, I'd be lying if I said we didn't think it was going to get shut down before uh, before we had a chance to play it. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I've been seeing on online, like these bands who had you know small shows, anyways, that were booked, um, yeah. like park and stuff like that, are all like, okay, it's it's now postponed um, again. Yeah, things on my calendar too to do in the next little bit but everything i was going to do i just canceled just pushed it back to we're shooting for january now but i mean realistically realistically it's uh it's yeah. so unfair. it could be anytime it could be whenever yeah be whatever <laughs> like who knows and especially it, it's i don't i don't want to say it's funny but it, it, it's interesting to watch because um you know much bigger bands playing like arenas and stuff like that are like who have planned amazing tours for 2020 are now all pushing their stuff back and yeah. like um there's a show i think with like big wreck monkey party and uh the headstones i i I, don't, I wasn't going to that initially but um i remember they like pushed it to january thinking that they'd be able to play in january but yeah, yeah. never know it's, yeah it's such a roll of the dice right like yeah and like, like, I think it's kind of like the thing right now where everybody that's postponing stuff is shooting for January, but yeah, that's just a shot in the dark. We're just hoping that maybe something happens in January that it becomes possible again. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it will be interesting because once we start to resume as back to normal as we can be, um, yep. it, it will be interesting until we go back to, you know, like, um, you know, the big shows that we're used to going to and stuff like that, right? It's going to be interesting to see what the new normal is going to be, yeah. Right, because, like, and also stuff that we're doing. And it's interesting to see because, like, stuff that we're doing now, like, we, we will be main a lot of people will be maintaining anyways because they're useful as well. Like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, doing my, like pod- math, yeah. doing my podcast interviews over Zoom. Like, um, I know a lot of other podcasts film their stuff, some, record their stuff sometimes in person and all that, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But um, as long as I'm able to put them out and continue to get special guests on, I can, like, even after, after well, when there is an after, um, yeah. Being able to do that, I think the, these new things that we are developing will definitely be in place and like and stick around. Yeah. And like well, lots- there people that got laid off from work and stuff had to start working from home. Like that's not gonna change. People just discovered that they can work from home. It's way more, it's just better. <laughs> like yeah, and- there's gonna be a whole new way of looking at normal when we get yeah. back to normal, right? Yeah. When we get the opportunity to live stream a concert, like I think I think people might take that as well. Like, um, I mean, it's really neat with like what the village idiots are doing. Okay, because um, I, I had them on my podcast um, to talk about what they sort of do on one of my earlier episodes, like eighth or ninth episode, and it, it, it's it, it's interesting because what they've been doing all along is like perfect for right now, right? Exactly. Yeah, they got ahead of that market like right at the perfect time. Yeah. Like. Um, I think they were wrapping up. This, they were wrapping up a season when it, when this was like um, hitting Winnipeg and stuff like that. But they were able to still sort of live stream um, shows as well, um, which is what their uh, one of one of their uh, main things is. And um, I mean, who knows? But I'm sure like the live their live at the Roslyn series will be. Not not as difficult as other things to keep on going for this year. Yeah, I know that they're like pulling the plug on a bunch of stuff right now because everybody, you know, yeah, nobody nobody wants to push their luck with anything, right? So, um, but yeah, the idiots, uh, they're they're still able to stay relevant in the market right now, right? Yeah. So, which is which but, is and very useful for Winnipeggers who want to um, be like involved with that, like like like. I, I wasn't able to come to your guys' show, like, for a mixture of different things, but also, like, for COVID reasons, so I was able to just sit in my bed and watch it from home, you know? So yeah. that stuff is, like, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, oh, how great is that, though? You got to watch a concert from your bed? Yeah, it's, that's amazing, yeah. Yeah, um, and see, like, still people on, um, you know, stage show and all that sort of stuff. It, it's it's awesome that we'll be able to maintain to yeah. maintain it as best right now absolutely man yeah yeah um awesome so before i before we sort of wrap up the interview um is there anything else that you'd like to add uh no i think we kind of hit all the bases here man i appreciate you having me on though man it was great to see you again catch up and and talk yeah yeah i'm glad that we were uh, able to make this work definitely yeah let's do it again sometime yeah awesome thank you so much to Bo for coming on the podcast um, thank you once again to Lesage. Make sure, please go sign up for that podcast newsletter. We already have 
like 15 people signed up and I'd love to get more. Um, and yeah, make sure, like I said, subscribe, follow, whatever the streaming service says, do it. Um, and we now have a talk and rock with GMH email because I decided I'd stop mixing my personal email with the podcast. So, um, the new email is, um, the new email is talk and rock with GMH at gmail.com. So if you ever have any questions or anything about the podcast, that's where you should email. And yeah, thank you, you guys so much. Thanks to you guys so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week on Talk and Rock with GMH. Very exciting interviews coming soon. I'm not going to spoil anything. But you're going to hear some from some, um, I don't know, maybe a... 90s alternative industrial rock band. I'll let you guys do the guessing. Or maybe some Winnipeg artists and even um, some local musicians who are getting um, their music bigger and bigger every day. Stay tuned. Keep listening. Thank you so much. It's signing off. Let's talk. It's talking rock with GMH.